0: My, 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 things almost feel back to normal as Biggie is back replacing Turbo Tommy's. He's off playing darts. But we got NFL wild card fallout. We got, I don't know, just football and more football. We even got some other stuff. We're going to talk about all kinds of things today because this is the We Don't Know Sports Podcast. Stay tuned. Welcome, welcome, welcome back once again to the We Don't Know Sports Podcast. This is Chad Lamarck with Mr. Brown
1: and Canadian Biggie. And where where's Turbo Tommy? It's Turbo he- Tomo Turby. Tommy Tomo Turby. <laughs> I can't even say it now. That's all right. We got Biggie back. He, he's
0: not doing family activities. He doesn't have COVID. I had COVID last week, but I'm back to normal
1: now. But we're it's so like we've, the old Two thirds of the group here has had COVID in the last two weeks. I did lick your microphone. That's fine. <laughs> I'm ready for another
2: vacation.
0: My, you don't. Chad to spent all that
2: time in the gym, so it didn't affect him like it did my obese ass. I will say,
0: ass. like, it did not get the best of me. I just had it, you know what I mean? It yeah. wasn't that bad, but it was a nice uh, siesta from work, I'm not going to lie, especially since we had all the bad weather. I didn't have to get out in the uh, eastern snowstorm that hit uh, West Virginia, but you know what? It's... Uh,
1: it's good. I get to go yep. back tomorrow. Yeah. And like a normal person, man, you got to watch a football game on uh, Saturday. I mean,
0: let's just jump in right there and start because, I, you know, I, I love football. I love the NFL. I love my Cincinnati Bengals. day, baby. They're still alive. But I haven't really been able to enjoy football this year. I've maybe watched like two complete NFL games just because I'm usually working every Sunday. But because of COVID... I got to sit there and I got to watch Saturday wild card football. I got to watch Sunday, even Monday. Like, what the hell? Three straight days
1: of football. Well, don't sell a short, man, because, you know, we always text you every step of the way just to tell you everything you're missing. Oh, I, I, I know. It's, it's fantastic <laughs> because, you know, I'll be like <laughs>
0: hustling, doing my job, and I look down at my phone, and then there's like a million things going on. And it's
2: sometimes I'm able to get it on the phone and watch, but, you know, it's tough. It's, it's hard.
0: It's hard to pull that off without
2: getting in trouble, you know? And we remind you how much better our lives are than yours so we can sit and watch football. Uh, I I know,
1: man. I I got a taste of it. I got to tie it together real quick because you did get to watch football. Normally you're at sleep number on the weekends. Did you appreciate the Dak Prescott meme uh, that featured sleep number? That his QBR was lower than
0: his sleep number score. Yeah, and I sent that to everybody I work with, and they all laughed their ass there off you go. because we see that all the time. And and what I try to tell everybody is there's more people than Dak Prescott that have a sleep number bed. If you want to know what Mahomes has, I'll tell you. I can tell you what Big Ben's. Got. He's got two beds, you know. So I mean, he puts it, them together. He has
2: to. <laughs> <laughs> two. He needs two kings uh, to pushed together.
0: Uh, <laughs> it's a quad king, yes. oh. extra support in the middle. Oh,
2: so it had to be a little extra special for you being able to watch the game, playoff game, Burrow, promising future, but you're going against Mr. Brown's Raiders. So you guys can go back and forth in the game, and there's no customer coming through the door. You're not uh, missing no, anything. I just
0: got to sit there and watch and enjoy, and uh, you know it, it was it was glorious. And the Raiders, man, like hats off, like they. They're the team that just would not die this year. Like, they were left for dead. They've been in playoff mode since, like, October, it feels like. And, uh,
1: you, you know, know, they won before the playoffs started. They won. They had to, they had to win they, four games in a row to make they, the playoffs. They had to get in. They won four games by a 12 point margin total. Uh, the four games combined was 12, 12
0: points. points. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, It's a game of inches, baby. Yeah. That's what it's about. But, yeah. uh,
1: Ah, so – And I I do appreciate the fact that they give you all phantom touchdowns. I I was going to ask. I knew knew we had uh, to get to that.
0: So, uh, let me ask you this, though. Uh, So, we've talked. uh, You know, I identify that the rule is what it is. And, yes, we got advantage of that. Now, that being said, I would have been pissed if they would have ruled that play dead because, to me, 99% of it was almost done, and then they blow it as the ball's getting caught in the end zone. But I, like if that happened to me, like I would have burned stuff down.
2: Mr. Brown, we're coming up on the twenty year anniversary. Actually just passed it of the tuck yeah, it was rule. This week. Is this something that you're talking about in 20 years? The Phantom playoff <laughs> touchdown. I
1: it don't have the same same significance. It happened it could, in the second quarter, not and, and it started and half the half dynasty around. of the Patriots. I mean like it but, could start a dynasty. I can only hope. It it won't, but uh, <laughs> the fact is, is that I agree with you. Um the play was probably going to be the same regardless, but you could see that the the defensive back like kind of stopped, you know. But he wasn't even near the guy anyway. Yeah, he probably was but beating them. The ahead. point is, um, as much as I hate to say it, the tuck rule they actually followed the rule, right? And this rule they didn't follow the rule. So it's frustrating because they're going to find a way to screw out Davis, even in his grave. <laughs> so. You're not wrong about any of that.
0: All that, what you just said, is 100% true. The uh, the thing that just – the refs in the whole game, like I, I don't think you're blaming the refs for the game. But uh-huh. can can we agree that, that they're not calling any more games this yeah, year? They've
1: already came <laughs> out and said they're not calling any more games. That's how damn bad they were. So, as, you know, as a third look, party, quick, what's your – Real quick, problem? real quick. Go ahead. So – the Raiders defense this season was the worst deep red zone defense in the whole NFL. Yep. But for whatever this game, they kept stopping, getting three. They were holding the field goals. Well, let's think about it like this. Let's say that they called that the way it should have been called, and you all only got three. Then cars driving. It's not a touchdown or nothing. You got Daniel Carlson, who's one of the best kickers in the NFL. Yep. That game might be going to overtime. It could. You know, so I'm it, just saying. The, I'm not, I mean, y'all could have scored there, too, but we don't know.
0: That. The, the only thing, I, and I was trying to explain this, I don't know if I did a good job through text. I, I, I feel like whenever – it's hard to look at one play that happens in a game and say that went the other way. If everything else would have stayed the same, like that's so impossible to predict because – Play calls will become different. The the speed, the tempo, the momentum, all that stuff can change inside the confines of the game. So I have a,
1: but I know what you're saying. No, but when you put six points on the board, that is in a playoff amplified. game that's then, amplified. A, a tight game, yeah, like, absolutely. You can't just say all these plays. I mean, when you put six on the board, that means no, a little. You're right.
0: You're right, and you have every right to be upset about that play. No, but yeah, let's you
1: know. be real. I didn't expect the win. Right. I clearly did not expect. Glad a to be winning. there, right? I was trying to talk crap to you all week just to get you amped up, and you wouldn't bite because I know. You're 31 years nervous of what was going right. To what, what the hell See, am I going to say? You're not going to say anything. He's afraid no. to believe. So I kept trying to get you take the bet. You wouldn't take it, dude. You know, in my heart of hearts, I th- I thought the Bengals
0: would win, but I still can't pick them when it comes to the 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 pipes, no, man. I got like it.
1: I can't. But, but like to me, that was just like I was getting seconds at that point. You know, I won the baseball league. The Braves the World Series <laughs> champs. I mean, if the Raiders win, it's just a bonus for crushing your dreams it, once again. It, right. But I didn't expect it.
2: Your Georgia Bulldogs are anyone, so you're <laughs> yeah, that's right.
1: Go ahead and adopt Georgia uh, too. I'm about ready to after to keep watching this shit show in Morgantown.
2: <laughs> so here, here's my question: I didn't see any of the game. I was running around. Uh, Haley needed makeup for show choir. We had to run to a, a makeup store, different stuff. Besides the point, I tried to follow your guys' text. All touchdowns are reviewed, and how can they review it in New York and still allow it? Because it's, it's just not a, a failure. Re- you completely. can't review
0: that. Really? You know, and what happened was the officials said when they conferred on the field that they thought the whistle happened after the play, and, and it was within like a second of the end of the play. Um, the, the ball was in the air when it the blew. ball was in the air, you know, and, and it was an erroneous whistle, so that's not reviewable.
2: So that's like the Ed Hockley thing in Denver years ago, Correct. where he came on the mic and admitted that he made the wrong call, but he could not reverse it and right. it wasn't reviewable. Correct. Correct. So if
1: they would have got together and said, We're calling the play dead at right. that point, then it would have been They could have done that and you just replay it. Kind of like it's funny we because it we
0: watched the Cowboys game and they had a punt that hit the uh, jumbo track. Right, right. I remember yeah. that. And what did they call? A do-over. Um, they blew a whistle. And they played it. They, it was a live play. They blew it dead right then and there. So the whole thing wouldn't have happened if the stupid ref just wouldn't have blew the whistle. Drone like, Right, right, just, right. Just a dumbass. You know, that. Right. that's the problem. But the thing was, that whole game, like, they were just – they were terrible. They were calling penalties like the – it, it was both ways. It, it wasn't – no one team – like at one point you and me text each other like the penalty amount and you're like, that's it? Yeah. And I think it's just because they they were always like, so like the five-yard variety
1: – or they'd be offsetting, uh, or whatever. I mean, when be. you text me that, I was like, I had the mindset already, not just because of that one play, but I felt like the refs done took over the game, right? Because and that's that, how it felt. Because they, they took be, the wind out of all the cells. It would be when it got close to the red
0: zone. It was like, okay, guys, get get those flags out. Like, it's I time to tell get. you how
1: many holding calls there was. I felt like <laughs> no. It's like mean, oh, Raiders first down. No, there's a flag. Of course,
0: it's <laughs> so out of
1: control. <laughs> Leatherwood. Oh, Leatherwood. He was a caught star. him. <laughs> <laughs> I-, I told Biggie that was the bust of the day they freaking drafted that fat ass. Yeah,
0: and then uh, he kept showing his head uh, every time. But... Leatherwood. So, a
1: third-round talent in the first round That's what you get, Mayock. That's why your ass is back at the NFL Network. All right, so let's keep, mo- let's keep moving. Hopefully the NFL <laughs> Network. Biggie, <laughs> Biggie your Patriots. <sighs> what
2: happened? Oh, they got whooped. They played a team that was better than them. And Josh Allen came out and played an amazing game. The Bills themselves didn't hit a – didn't – miss a beat they hit on every single thing that they did offensively first ever perfect offensive game I think yeah well I knew that they were going to do season, fairly well Jalen Mills went on the COVID list he's one of our starting corners so I felt like that their offense was going to roll a little more because of that our defense didn't play that well at the end of the year by no means did I expect them to play that well they have first ever perfect game what in the what playoffs does that mean again they didn't punt they didn't have a field <laughs> they didn't goal. Turn the ball over, and they didn't turn the ball over. So they, they just scored downs. if they yeah. had
0: the ball. They scored a touchdown. So it's like Tech Mobile. because they yeah. even, they even <laughs> they even avoided the dreaded <laughs> oh. first half one. You know where, you know because that's what Cincinnati um, had a perfect game going until the the first half ended. They didn't, yeah. but they were kicking field goals. They weren't scoring touchdowns. But anyway, uh, the the thing about Buffalo is I said that they're probably. One of the best teams left, if not the best team, because ever since New England beat their ass that one time in the wind game and the snow game or whatever, they've, they've, the next game against Tampa in the second half, they kind of figured things out and they've been on fire since then. So the Buffalo team that showed up is kind of what I thought would happen, but to that extent, that's insane.
2: I didn't expect it to that extent. There was a lot of people saying, well, they ran the score up. Well, yeah, I would too. They've been having their dicks kicked in for the last 20 years. Speaking of
0: having dicks kicked in, they had dicks thrown on the field. It's always a Buffalo thing. (laughs) And I love how the cameraman, like, I don't know if they do it on purpose, but they definitely do not avoid the uh, phallic objects in the end zone. We had to wait how long for that to even happen, though. New England just couldn't score.
2: No, they couldn't. First drive of the game for them, they come down. Mac Jones throws on a third and 14. Nice toss, picks it up, runs on a third and 10, which he doesn't. You're thinking they're going to come down, tie the game. We're going to have a ball game here because I expected a close game. Uh, throws that one into the end zone about 45 yards, and it's a nice pass. Micah Hyde comes out of nowhere and makes one of the nicest interceptions I've oh, seen yeah. this year. And at that point, I had this feeling, like, oh, man. It just kind of gave you a bad feeling.
1: I didn't watch any of it. And I looked down at the score at the bottom or I flipped it or something. Checked my phone. It was 33 to 3. And I'm like, Biggie, what <laughs> yeah. is going on? Yeah, so I didn't watch this that whole game. game. So. The dildos thrown on the field. Do they do it for a particular reason? No reason at all? Is it like the octopus in a hockey game? Because no, they were killing they it I they're like no, we're pounding them so we're throwing dildos? It's well, it started when they
2: were chucking them at Booger ah, when he was down okay. there in the. Uh,
0: no, you think that. It's not. He just happened to be in the lot of fun. Oh,
2: okay. <laughs>
0: it's only against the Patriots, it's so not against anybody else. Just them. Yeah, and, okay. and it's really a Tom Brady thing, but it's carried over to the Patriots without Tom well, Brady. Well,
2: okay. here's the two things coming out of that game. I've heard a ton from Buffalo. Well, We we ended the dynasty. Well all know it ended a couple of years ago. But you guys have won the division the last two years, put it on us in the playoffs. Awesome. At the beginning of the year, the Patriots were hopeful to make the playoffs. They did. I'm happy with the season. The Bills well, are the projected as a Super Bowl contender, right, coming out of the AFC. What I'm hearing a lot of from, like, a bomb these other guys that I know and I've seen on social media is killed the patriots riding high they were playing we are the champions in the stadium afterwards guys it's a wild card game you're yeah. going to Kansas City this is your City. super
1: bowl you're you're going to lose this yeah. week
2: so what i'm worried cuz i'm hoping that the bills make the super bowl i'm hoping for a uh, Buffalo Tampa Bay Super Bowl. I'm hoping that they didn't blow their wad last week because Kansas City's playing much better defense than when they played earlier. When the did year. Kansas
0: City blow their wad last week because they did the same thing to the Steelers. Uh
2: Big Ben at quarterback, Chad, you'd be better at quarterback.
0: Hey, left-handed too. Yeah. <laughs> did uh you see the post-game exchange between Mahomes and Big Ben, where uh Mahomes was like he's tugging on Roethlisberger's jersey. He's like, I gotta give me one of these one time. You know, they want to do the jersey swap, and Ben's like, I, they have to cut it off of me. <laughs> he didn't really say that, but Mr. Brown's looking at me like he believed that almost. <laughs> I believed it. I absolutely. Believed it. <laughs> No, he did he did ask for a jersey swaz. I'll like, give me one of these sometime, but uh yeah, I don't think I honestly I don't think Ben was getting it off. It was staying on.
2: You look at all the games through the weekend. I fell asleep at halftime of that one, and then me and Mr. Brown didn't have power for a couple of days, so we couldn't watch uh Cardinals Rams, which apparently the Rams boat raced to Odell was quarterback and wide receiver. Kyler Murray is not your MVP
0: calamari? calamari. Like, no, not happening, man. Like you want to talk about a guy that just did not seem like just he wasn't was, ready. He was not. Like the bright lights were on and it blinded his ass, and he played terrible.
1: So, oh, did got you see the inter- news? Did you see that. the
0: interception he threw? No, where well, he was getting tagged. He, oh my god, he just he was in the end zone and like he just shot footed one like in the air, like. They just uh, picked it off, ran it back for a touchdown. Like, it was like a, uh, uh, when a quarterback tries to throw his left hand when he's not supposed to and just throws
1: it to the other team. Might as well have been that bad. Nice. But what were you going to say? No, I was going to say as soon as the baseball lockout ends, you're going to see an Oakland Athletics press conference. <laughs> just watch and see. Maybe after that performance. Yeah. It, was, it was bad. Like, so I, I, was like at the point,
0: back. I was at the point where I'm like, you might need to pull him. Like, he, you weren't winning with him in the game. Like, it, it was that bad.
2: Well, they made progress. They were in the playoffs this year. They haven't finished well in any of the years under King, no. after uh, under uh, Cliff Kingsbury. Kingsbury. I will say this. Get we were talking about the Cowboys-Niners game earlier. Okay? We all realized, like, the, the Cowboys, they're like, you know, Texas football. They were 6-0 and inside of their division. Counting the playoffs, they were 6-6 and outside of it. Like, yep. there's no getting the ball spot and your sleep number meme and all that. Like Man, The Cowboys that... just were not good. They put up a lot of points against bad teams and right. inflated their stats.
0: Yeah, they can blow out the bad teams. but it, And here's the other thing, too. All respect, not all respect, but slight respect given to the Cowboys. Like, who wants to play the Niners right now? nobody I mean they man they they just got hot at the right time we talk about what the Raiders had to do to get in the playoffs the Niners did the same thing and uh the only thing is their defense is a lot scarier and and if Jimmy G just doesn't make mistakes they they might be unbeatable
2: and one other reason I wanted to bring up the Cowboys is you hear Kellen Moore's name out there everywhere for a head coaching position
0: and uh and Dan Quinn
2: Dan Quinn flipped that defense in one year and he's been a good head coach took the Falcons to the uh Super Bowl Dan Quinn deserves shot. Kellen Moore is way overrated. Yeah, I agree. There is no way he should be anyone's head coach.
0: That's kind of like, um, you know, everybody like talks about Eric Bieniemy getting a job and Byron Leftwich getting a job, and it's kind of like Cliff Kingsbury. You know, like Kingsbury, like he's had a measure of success, but let's be honest, he got to where he's at because he had Patrick Mahomes as his quarterback in college. And so the has got Mahomes now. Uh, Leftwich has got Tom Brady down there with Tampa. Like some of these coordinators, like I'm with you on Dan Quinn. Like that, that's remarkable. But like we need to calm down a little bit on some of these guys getting the job. Like you're you're so right about Kellen Moore. Like why
2: why is he such a hot name? Because he plays, or he's a coordinator for the Cowboys. It's that media juggernaut. Because if you look at their offense, they try so skein heavy. Look how far they were playing off of CD Lamb. And Troy Aikman even came out and said it the next day in a radio interview. He's like, if they'd played Irvin like that when I was playing, he'd had ten catches at halftime. Yeah, you, got, you can't be. I'm, their offense is just bland. It's very vanilla. I, I just I think he's so overrated. One of you guys put that thing out earlier in the week where new coaches would land next year and Byron Leftwich being with the Jags, good possibility. But like you just said, you have Tom Brady as your quarterback. Same thing with Eric Biennami. Everybody's saying there's different issues playing into why he's not getting opportunities for a head coaching position. Look what happened to Nat Nagy. Like being an offensive coordinator for Andy Reid is like being a lifeguard with Michael Phelps in the prime. Right.
1: <laughs> right. You know, he's just I mean,
2: the way. Yeah.
1: I don't know. I say give the guys a chance, man. I mean, because the fact is we don't know what they're gonna do until they get the opportunity. You're not wrong. Look how many freaking coaches we gave a chance to and they were just complete dog shit. Well,
0: like I I'm give a I chance. would rather give these guys a chance than where the Texans hired, you know, Cuddy or whatever and, and Got rid of him right like, away. No see, one, no I, I would like, like knew, to see Leftwich no get the job. No one knew who he was until he got the job, and he only got the yeah. job so he could get fired. At least Leftwich has been a coordinator felt, in Arizona. He's been a coordinator in Tampa. Yep. Biennemi's done a good job with Kansas City. You're not I'd wrong like about them, them both getting both I feel like Leftwich had
1: some credibility before Brady even came around. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I, I, but, but the
0: thing is now these are the hottest names out there, but it's just like it's who they're playing for. Like can you tell me who Peyton Manning's offensive coordinators were?
2: Well, he yeah, had Adam Gase. He got him two jobs because <laughs> he was
0: <laughs> with him, him in Denver. was his
1: own coordinator.
2: Right. Yeah. He was for a lot of times.
0: And I think that's how some of these Tom other quarterbacks Moore. are too. You know, just I, I'm just saying it's not a slam dunk thing.
1: I mean, but like a, like an Urban Meyer coming to NFL, yeah. just because he was a great college coach, I would rather hire someone like a uh, Byron absolutely. Lefterich over than an Urban Meyer. Because I can count on
0: one hand or maybe one finger how many successful college coaches have been in the NFL. and it's with Pete and it's, Carroll? It, well, two. Carolyn Harbaugh. Wow. Okay, like, yep. that's it. Like, can you think of any others?
2: And Carol, it took a minute. Yeah. Way back in the day, it was Jimmy Johnson, but yeah, Jimmy Johnson. Barry Switzer won a Super Bowl, but that Barry was
1: Barry Switzer that that won a, a Super Bowl team. with Jimmy Johnson's team. Yeah. I just, I just, I say give the dudes a chance, you know, and if they don't make it, it's not like they're not going to be a coordinator again in a year or two. I I
0: agree with giving them a chance. I just think everybody needs to calm down on them being the next great.
2: Yeah, we don't know yet. Yeah, you're, I agree with so, that. There, there's five guys. Four of them, I think, deserve an opportunity. One doesn't. Kellen Moore, if he sniffs a head coaching job, then there's something seriously wrong. Uh, Todd Bowles deserves another run. Raheem Morris deserves another run. I'd like to see Biennemi get his shot, although I think he's a product of uh, the system. And, yeah. and then I would love to see witch get the job in Jacksonville that with one makes a young sense. quarterback. That
0: one makes right, sense because he's got roots in Jacksonville. Yeah, yeah. Um, and – I love the fact that I think the cons, Shad Khan is actually pretty patient. I know we wouldn't think that because he fired uh, Irvin, but let's be honest, like we were thinking it was going to happen two months before it did. Uh, So all that being said, I think that would be a situation where he has time to grow and develop. Like if he had his first year, he only won three games. They're not going to abandon ship on him. You know what I mean? That's a job I would probably want is Jacksonville because there's not a lot of media pressure either.
1: Yep. And well, you take did, them or Miami because hell, then at least you're going to have some Brazilian booties and all that. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Cuban booties. And Why the not?
0: Taxes is nice in
2: Florida. You get there the job in Miami. You just have to like the quarterback that the owner and GM like. <laughs> Everybody um, give him flying, Brian Flores. He's this great coach. Only nine teams haven't made the playoffs in the last three years. Miami's one of those nine. All
0: right. The the, the one other we got to hit this, and then we got to we got to move on. The only playoff game we didn't talk about. Is the Bucks and the Eagles, and again, I think that was pretty predictable.
1: Yeah, it was the Did, most boring game.
0: Of I think the it
2: week. was thirty-one nothing at one point.
1: Yeah, it was terrible. I mean, I, I think that
0: we saw the spread on that. The spread yeah. was huge, and, and it was like because uh, it was like we split. Yeah, two and two. Yeah, I mean, it was uh, the picks and were and interesting. Half. It was eight and a half. Um, uh, you know, it's I, I just thought that the game would be ugly enough to where it wouldn't get that high scoring, but. No, that it's like Brady, man. He just he keeps finding people. It doesn't matter who his receivers are.
1: What else you got on that game? Because I got one more thing. Oh, uh, Antonio
0: Brown came out today and said he does not have mental health issues. Oh really? Yeah, he, he specifically said
2: that. So Thanks for dead. clarifying. Oh, yep. cool.
1: Yeah. All right. Uh so <laughs> someone posted on our page this week about that uh coaching uh staffing or the of the uh, Washington Redskins at the time.
2: So here's the thing. Who was
1: the head coach first? And then Jay, Gruden. It was Jay Gruden. Jay yep. Gruden. If you
2: want to know who you should hire for your next head coach in 2022, ask Jay Gruden who he would build a staff around because his staff had Kyle Shanahan, Sean McVay, lafleur matt lafleur and mcveigh was the tight ends coach yep.
0: yeah but wow. i mean mcveigh is still young so i think about how quick he moved up through the ranks
2: do any of you guys know how old sean mcveigh is he's been the head coach been to a super bowl of the rams i, I believe for six years now
0: 36 35 35 i was close and uh how old is uh lafleur
2: Forty-two,
0: and how Kyle
2: Shanahan's forty-two. Interesting stat. Tom yeah. Brady is older than any of the opposing head coaches left in the NFC playoffs.
1: Mm. <sighs> <laughs> I, this is this is ridiculous. And sadly, it's probably he's probably going to play for what two or three more years. Like keep he, saying that, dude. Dude, if if <laughs> let me ask, <laughs> let me let you ask you, going to sign. He's like the Julio Franco of football. Only he's the goat. On top of that, so uh, the
0: the NFC matchups are what.
2: We have the Niners going into Green, Green Bay, Bay, and I believe yeah. that game's on Saturday. Should be a and great game. You have the Rams going into Tampa Bay on Sunday.
0: Like two great games. Yep, two great games. But how bad do you want to see Brady and Rodgers? I They're, want it. It's I want set. It bad. It's set up for that. Yeah, it's set up for that. We, I, because like for Rodgers – if Rodgers beats Brady and then wins the Super Bowl, like that's that's huge. He'd probably retire right there. I mean, why not? And, and then if if Brady beats Rodgers again, again and wins the Super Bowl, oh my
2: God! I like, saw this. Stat like he doesn't
0: need that. He doesn't need that. That's just ridiculous.
2: Mm. Tom Brady has as many wins against. NFC teams in the playoffs as Aaron Rodgers does. I know, and he's only been in
1: the NFC for two years. Everybody was so dumbfounded, this ain't right, and then they're like, dumbass, they're counting Super Bowls. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. He's been in a lot of them. Oh, okay. (laughs) It was so bad.
2: I will say this. The Niners, like Chad was saying earlier, they're that team you don't want to play. They're good on both sides of the ball. I love Debo Samuel, George Kittle. It just seems like they are one Jimmy G throw away from losing every game. Every game. He, he, they're he, an
1: odd NFL franchise, the, mm-hmm. way, the way they just – their whole game plan. They still don't know
0: if he's going to be their quarterback next year. Like, it's crazy. They're, they're two games away from the Super Bowl, and they're like, eh, we don't know if he's the guy.
2: Yeah, he's not – there's no way that they – because they traded so much to draft Trey Lance at two. They have to move on. They're hoping Garoppolo plays great, wins him a Super Bowl, and they can trade him for a first-round pick. Right, because that's – I mean – Because there's teams
0: out there that need a quarterback. Because Garoppolo, again, I, I think those teams—if you go with a guy like Garoppolo—it gives you money to spend on other things. Yeah, he's where, a
1: manager; he's not like going to win you the game, for, right?
0: But if he doesn't lose you the game, no, I agree, it I might agree work. I don't. Just I mean, remember, like, Blake Bortles took the Jaguars to an AFC Championship game.
1: No, I got you. <laughs> just, just think of, like a team like that had like really good defense, and he just had to go out there and just be fundamental. Like, what if
0: what if he was on the Colts? Yeah.
1: See,
2: I think he'd be better than Wentz. Look at Garoppolo if he played for the Steelers.
0: Oh gosh, man! I we Run we're in game. All right, I got. I, I want to close the, the NFL discussion with this, and we'll be back to talk our uh, NFL Stone Cold Lip Pipe locks and update everybody on that because Mr. Brown has reaffirmed first place. But <laughs> in our text chain, Turbo Tommy, the Steelers fan, said he didn't want Russ Wilson, and all I thought about was if Russ went to the Steelers, how bad that would suck for the rest of the division. Yeah. Because I, I, am I wrong with that? Like if if you put a guy like Russ Wilson, I wouldn't in, want it. If you're a Steelers fan, so now you, no, I mean, a, I would, you're a Bengals fan. If I was fan, a Bengals yeah. you'd be like, hell no, right?
2: Dude, right now you're riding high. You got a half chub rolling into the weekend. You're looking at Burrow, Chase, Higgins. You got Mixon. You got players on the other side of the ball. Young head coach. You're gonna own this division for the next four or five years. And last, Russell Wilson rolls in, where he's already got a stud running back, oh, two God. good wide receivers, a good tight end, and a loaded defense. Yeah, and Mike Tomlin. Yeah. yeah, I don't need that to happen.
0: So Tommy, I hope. Your dreams come true, and they end up drafting a stupid quarterback and not trying to get Russ Wilson because it's not going to be Aaron Rodgers either. But uh, anyway, I just want to get that out there because I was like, that's crazy. Why would you not want that guy? But uh, that's all right. Sorry, sorry, Turbo. I'm not trying to talk crap about you while you're not here, but uh, Steelers suck and gravy legs gone. <laughs> Hi, right, Mr. Brown, uh, for those who don't know, you have a, a marvelous Facebook group that you've built from the ground up with over 200 uh, former big leaguers in there. What's it called? America's Pastime of Love for Baseball. Uh, it's probably one of the most interactive and uh, just engaging groups I've ever seen in all of Facebook, and I'm not just saying that because it's partnered with We Don't Know Sports and Built by You, but uh, it's it's awesome uh, feedback in there all the time. Uh, you just did a giveaway earlier. You're giving out autographs and stuff like that because, you know, you're a man of the people when you connect with uh, big leaguers and you're, you're passing that relationship on to the fans. Uh, but one of the things that we did, or you did, you went out there and you asked uh, – who are the best players in each position of all time? And, like, you put these polls, these surveys out there.
1: I remember seeing some of them. There's like, 10, 11, 12, 13 names on these lists. Yeah, I mean, actually, most of them went 20 deep. Easily, uh, right? And But, like, it was the starting nine from each position, and then we uh, we went uh, DH on top of that and closer and manager. Right. So, so uh, it was
0: 12. So we're, we're going to go through these real quick because these are not your all-time greats. This is by um, –
1: it was voted on by the people uh, in the group, and it's approaching 25K. And then former major leaguers also mixed in their votes as well, for, uh, voting. So, I mean, it's kind of cool. All right. So, we're, we're just going to go through it. You, you tell me
0: how you feel. You tell me if they got it right or not. Biggie, you feel free to chime in too. So, for
1: the starting pitcher, I got Bob Gibson. I mean – you. Definitely could argue Bob Gibson all time. I mean, but the starting pitcher for me is so volatile; it could be a num- it could be a dozen players. Sure, uh, I felt I made the argument that Tom Seaver was better than Bob Gibson. Gibson had that amazing year, I believe in '61. Now we're going to just completely discredit Walter Johnson. We're going to discredit Cy Young, Christy Matthewson, the guys from the old time. You have. Like the the guys from today, like you can't tell me that Randy Johnson wouldn't just blow the doors off of Bob Gibson. I mean, <laughs> you know, what I mean, so there's right. so many variables: a Pedro, a Greg Maddox, who was actually a pitcher, Steve Carlton, Warren Spahn. Yeah. I keep going on and on. Uh, even a Roger Clemens before the steroid so, allegations. So we're not upset about Bob Gibson. No, I mean, it's to just me, that's a tough one, right? That's a debatable one, but I can't say that he wouldn't be. So I think he's in the top five. I mean, oh, that's where.
2: You're saying he's the one, but if you were to build There's a five no rotation. man rotation, yeah, this is game maybe seven. Look at it a little
1: <laughs> different. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if, if, if you're building an all time five man rotation, Bob Gibson's definitely in it. Okay. And we'll leave
0: it at that. All right. So I think this one's not debatable, but if you're going to have the closer, you're playing into Sandman and you're going
1: Rivera. I mean, that one's a shoe in. And With, the only was, other one they would say was Eck, and that's uh, not even close. Okay, I was going to ask if he. Kurt else Gibson was. agrees he'd rather see Eck.
0: Okay, uh, uh, surprised to see Sparky Anderson as the manager.
1: Yeah, I am. Uh, I'm a lot of big red machine love Apparently. in the group. Apparently, uh, but you're talking about like you had Casey Dude. Stengel in there, Connie Mack, '84 Tigers,
2: Corey. who managed that team. You know who? Dude, <laughs> they got out to a 35 and five start, like. He was good and great. He was great in two different spots. I just, I, I, I see what you're saying. Some other more legendary guys: uh, Tori Larusa, go back to Stingle,
1: Larusa, Bobby Cox, Jim Leland. I just, I love. Sparky. No, no love
0: for Joe Tory?
1: Not really, because <laughs> he's he's wearing a tie now. He was, uh, he, he was more of a
0: victim of circumstance, right? <laughs> right.
1: And but I, I'm looking at Sparky Anderson, and to me. My God, you can't tell me that's what, like, a major league manager should look like. I mean, he's the definition of a major league manager's appearance. He is. So, I'm not mad about it. And I love the pick that I chose for that. Um, But, I mean, that's arguable. You know what I mean?
2: It is. Personally, even though uh, there's probably five guys ahead of him, I've always loved Jim Leland.
1: Oh, yeah. Jim Leland was up there pretty pretty heavily, too. Especially after the Bobby, uh, or Barry Bonds... uh,
2: Man, that's a minute that you just can watch over and over have you and seen over. That,
1: Chad, no, you just at some point tonight or whenever I'll send it to you. YouTube: Jim Leland versus Barry Bonds. Uh, it's a spring training clip.
0: Oh wait, no, no, no. I have. I'm seen, was, the effing manager. Yeah, this. when he was on the Pirates. Yeah, I,
1: I have seen that. It it's, is good. Okay. Yeah. And
0: thanks for jogging my memory. Yeah. there. All right. First base. You
1: can't really touch
0: that, I mean, because Lou Gehrig. I mean, what are you going to say? How many of our uh, followers there watched him play, though?
1: I know, I know.
0: That's 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 respect for a guy they didn't get to see. And a lot of times people just remember him for the iconic speech. But uh, Hell of a player.
1: Yeah. And not only that, I mean, if you look at the old – because I, I do a lot of old school pictures. I post them everywhere. If you see a picture between him and uh, Babe Ruth, Lou Gehrig was Jack. Like he had some calves, he was upper body. Yeah,
2: Before was, strength training was even there, was just a big guy. Garrick was like an athlete when right. were an athlete. Right, right. so we're, we're we're all in agreement. I mean, Garrick's but like good. let's
1: let's be clear. This is the only sport where the only sport where we would be talking about a guy from hundred years ago. Right. Yeah, you're you're not you're not putting White
0: Tittle on the list. So we're gonna
1: go three deep here. Second base, we got uh, Hornsby. Yeah, I mean, second base, he's guy statistically. Yeah.
0: But again, another one that I'm sure, you know, <laughs> a career
1: 400 hitter.
0: Yeah, that's that's What are you going to do? Nah, you can't that's the thing about baseball. Like you said, you're going to pull these guys out from the past because the right. statistics just hold up. Right. Uh we're just going to keep it in the uh in the Wayback machine. Wagner, Honus. I mean, he
1: he played before the 19th century. Yeah. <laughs> Honest Wagner makes yeah. the list. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, not even
0: a picture of him, it's just a drawing.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's a stick figure in a cave. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I mean, statistically, he's the best. I mean, but I, you can't tell me that, like, you drop Kyle Ripken back here in a time machine and, like, right. he's not dominating the crowd or even A-Rod. I don't know. He's got steroids. But still, the numbers are there. <sighs> All, All right. right. All right. How about uh, Mike Schmidt at third base? I like Mike Schmidt. Uh, the other candidates, obviously, you got George Brett, Brooks Robinson, J- Chipper Jones. Yeah. Those are the three that pop out to me. I thought Brooks Robinson might have won that 16 one. Sixteen gold gloves. Uh so and he was he wasn't like he was a you know a turd at the plate either. Right. The dude could he could play. Uh Eddie Matthews. Yep. He had almost five hundred and fifty home runs. But Mike Schmidt, he did it in the eighties, uh, even though he had those shitty ass Phillies uniforms. <laughs> you don't uh, like the powder dude, blue Phillies. Dude, he, he he rocked that stash and them tight blue pants, and he just did his thing.
2: George Brett's one of my all-time favorite players. The first glove that I ever had, real glove, had George Brett's signature imprinted on it. He was one of my dad. Even though my dad was a huge Reds fan, big Red machine, he loved George Brett. So did I. I think, uh Brett, uh, Brooks, and Schmidt, to me, if one of those three are the guy and it's Schmidt, then I'm good with it. All right. So speaking
0: of the big red machine, no surprise, the catcher's Johnny Bench. I mean, is that that was a runaway or was it close?
1: That one was a runaway. Uh
0: who was who was the next closest?
1: I'm trying remember? to remember. Th- I'm trying to think. Mike Piazza. It wasn't Piazza. Uh <laughs> it wasn't Carlton. I'm thinking it was Pudge? Uh, was it Yogi? Yogi? Yogi. It was Yogi.
0: Okay. I bet Pudge was up there too, wasn't he?
1: Yogi and Pudge. Which Pudge, right? Because Carlton Fisk is also Pudge. Ivan. Uh, yeah, uh, he was up there, uh, but Yogi know, was number two. A lot okay. of Yadier Molina love. Yeah. I am I think he was top five, actually. I mean, Molina's an all-famer. He is. Yeah, I get it. All right. Uh, some guy named Williams. My favorite hitter of all time. <laughs> the last player to hit 400 in 1941. And so did
0: you do outfield in general, or did you do left right? I did side. by position. Okay, okay.
1: Uh, so Ted Williams uh, beat out Barry Bonds by the vote. You know, and I, it's arguable. I, I can, see, yeah, but when you look at the numbers, um, highest on base percentage ever, right? And, and the
2: fact and then that people take, factor in what the time right he you take away Miss the five PEDs. years of his
1: prime, yeah, you take away the PEDs too, and, and yeah, no, so. defensively wasn't so good, but he was that damn good of a hitter that you overlook it. Yeah. Hit over five hundred home runs,
2: and he was one hell of a missed fighter. Five pilot.
1: years, <laughs>
0: that's
2: uh,
1: so. And, you know, he hit like three. Was three eighty
0: or three ninety at age thirty eight? That's yeah. He, he's a different breed.
1: Yeah, uh, home run in his last at bat. The center fielder Willie Mays. That was a. It was between him With and Griffey.
0: Griffey Junior was not. I, I would say I was just think recency bias. Griffey would be up there because
1: we all saw him play. But like I think Griffey would have been, like, I guess Maze is everything Griffey wished she would have been. Let's put it that way.
2: Yeah. If Griffey would have stayed healthy. That's my point. Right.
1: Yeah. So, Maze was what Griffey should have been. His whole career. If, yeah. yeah. That's that's the trajectory he was on.
2: Yeah. I'm okay with Mays being there, obviously, because Griffey was injured. Although, you know, Griffey's my all-time favorite player. Yeah, I got you. But you are 100% correct. Had Griffey stayed healthy, he'd be number one on that list and a lot of others. All right. Some, All right.
0: some guy named Baby Ruth...
1: Does anybody want to quote the (laughs) Sandlot? You mean that, dear? That's the same guy (laughs) Uh, No, I mean Obviously he's the icon of baseball Over a hundred years ago But the only thing that pains me about this whole list Is that Hank Aaron didn't make it anywhere That's crazy And I I think people don't
0: realize how good Hank Aaron is But Like, it's hard to replace any of those guys there.
1: Well, here's the problem, and we're going to touch it next. But, like, we voted by position. Instead of me just sliding the next best player as my DH, I actually made people vote for a real DH. Right. And David Ortiz is the only
0: guy that him and Rivera are the only two that really survived the recency bias. Yeah. And and Ortiz is actually linked with a little bit of PED, so I was surprised he made it. Big poppy.
1: Beat Edgar Martinez. By uh, one, that's
0: that look on Biggie's face. One vote, like, what the hell?
1: One vote. Why did you vote. did you vote Biggie?
0: Yes, I did. He's okay. lying. He has <laughs> a <hesitated. laughs>
1: He could have tied it. Yeah, um, Egg, I Edgar held my vote back. Vote. He, I mean, that's. I mean, so you're looking at a guy like Edgar who did it more. I mean, Ortiz did it a lot too. But like Edgar is known for the DH. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I don't know.
0: But Ortiz has the big game DH, though, too.
1: Yeah, he has the postseason flair. Yeah. It came up when it was big, reversed the curse and all that. So, I mean, you can't get mad about that. It was between those two. No. So, uh, biggest uh,
0: discrepancy you saw, or is there somebody who didn't get enough votes that you are like, man, nobody even gave this guy love in any position? Like, anything you'd want to definitely, like, chastise the group
1: for I'm not going to say – I felt like Ozzy Smith got way too many votes at shortstop. Well, you know how I feel about Ozzie. I mean, like, I got he's like, defensive wizard, you want to say, but if we had sabermetrics back then, he would have been in the same spot and he wouldn't be out there doing backflips on the field. A 262 hitter, he would have been a late-inning replacement. So <laughs> He is so, uh,
2: offensive, uh, offensively mediocre.
1: He would have been a Raphael Belliard in today's times.
2: Yep. This Correct me if is. I'm wrong here, but are there only two players in that starting unit that played from 1990 on? That's what i was saying. Rivera and Ortiz. When did Schmidt retire?
1: Late 80s. Yeah. He
0: didn't make it to 90? No. Nope. Really? Is that not what makes great? That was Del Murphy. Great?
1: Del Man. Murphy was like at 90, and he just p- petered out. <laughs> Why do I remember Mike Schmidt so well? Schmidt what? was late 80s. I'm thinking 88.
2: Ah, you're like, beast. you said you're not putting ya tittle on it. Nobody's picking George Mikan, but when it comes to America's game, all those guys are playing before 1900, the 30s, the 40s, the 50s. It's just, it's
0: amazing. Yeah, I think the hitters are easily translated, but the the pitchers, like we talked about Gibson, there's a lot to be interpreted there, and I, I think that's we touched on that pretty
1: well. well think about this: five of the 12 picture, pictures are in black and white. Uh,
0: yeah. Yeah, and the ones that some are in color, you can tell it's like sepia tone. It's yeah. not, not like real good William color. Mace. yeah. So I, even the Johnny Bench picture is not going to be great. Ooh, yeah. 70s, maybe. It's what we got. But uh, I, I thought it was a good list. Um, You know, great interaction there. I look forward to doing that with the football one, uh, but we're not going to be able to do that until after the season. I, that's what I'm going to do once we get so, past um, all the uh, Super Bowl stuff.
2: I have one question for you. Who in there would you take out to put Hank Aaron in?
1: I mean, if I could, I'd take Ortiz out. If I could just throw him no, out. No, no, if you no, had to no, do, no. Is the out, outfield enough.
0: the way you'd want it to be?
1: I can't get mad about Williams, Mays, or Ruth. Okay. I can't. I mean, I can't. Like, I'm just what? amazed that Aaron didn't. Williams is, it. Williams is my guy, man. I, I can't. Like, if, if anybody, I would take Mays out before I take Ted Williams out.
2: Okay. Just,
1: just I'm just.
2: Okay.
0: Just saying. You, you can't go wrong with any of those guys. Yeah.
1: But I want to I touch on this. I'm not going to go into it. But as Chad mentioned, there's over 200. I think there's actually 206 players now in the That's group. Who's counting? Um, but I kind of put pen to paper today and created my 26-man roster with players that are in my group. And I'll, I'll go into that at some point. But I haven't even put it in the group yet. But I will say this. The starting rotation and the bullpen are off the charts. You're not beating this team. And this is actual players interacting in a group. So if you haven't joined already, it's America's Pastime of Love for Baseball. It, it, it's crazy. There's They'd four, win hundred games. There's no. four Cy Young winners, and oh, our fifth starter is showing
2: Schilling. Best pitcher might not, but be the one who it,
1: it'd be all right. Yeah, if, especially if you could get everybody on like their peak, you know, it'd be. Um, That's what we're looking yeah, at. It'd be. Uh, it uh, like I said. I I put Knoblock over Brett Boone. Sorry, Booney, uh, if you're listening. But uh, oh, it's, 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 oh it's, that it, hurts. It, it's Knoblock before the Yips. There you go. <laughs> So uh, always good content I still love there. You,
0: always good content. Uh, we appreciate all the stuff in the baseball group, and hopefully we get to talk more baseball and we get this stupid lockout stuff resolved and uh, get past this work stoppage. But uh, man, it's uh, still fun to talk baseball in January. <laughs> To hear that sound, but it's time once again for our NFL Stone Cold led Pi blocks of the week. And we are in the divisional round, and for those keeping track at home, we were tied heading into the postseason, and we weren't even sure if we were gonna do the postseason the same way, but damn it we had to. Mr. Brown, you took a one-game lead after the wild card round. Are you feeling like everything's back
1: to normal? After my epic collapse in week 18, I don't know what's normal Your anymore. Atlanta Falcons like performance. You're 28 You got cats and dogs living together. <laughs> Thing, I don't know what's going things on. Things are all messed up. Biggie. Uh,
0: up is down. <laughs> <laughs> you. Uh, the top shelf on the You box. feel like you're going to bounce back here. There's only so many games left, so the margin of error here is now even smaller.
2: I like it. I do. It's it real tight. At this point, I might as well just go ahead and try to win. I was really hoping Mr. Brown would blow me away at the end of the year and I could just ride his coattails to fame. But I, want, I wish we would have done with Turbo Tommy since he didn't start the year. We all should have thrown money in on our playoff picks. We should have. Uh,
0: but to keep track uh, of last week for everybody, uh, Mr. Brown, you went 4-2, and two, so you, you rode your homer pick with the Raiders, and then you also whiffed on the Cowboys. Everything else
1: you got right. Uh, Here's what makes me mad because I knew the Raiders were going to lose and I just did it out of – you know, I just picked them. Just as a fandom. I couldn't pick your Bengals. I just couldn't in
0: front of you. Well, I didn't pick the Bengals either, so it's okay.
2: But you never pick your team.
0: Uh,
1: Biggie, you
0: uh, inexplicably took the Patriots to cover against the Bills, so your homerism is showing
2: as well. I felt like I had to take them. Um, I am not surprised that they lost. Like I said before, I'm surprised they got blown out. That was the one pick I made on the spread where I was like – Man, they're going to lose by a touchdown. So did you have to get on Bamasudo's show this week
1: again, or was it just that Yeah, one we time? did the
2: pregame. When did you do that? Saturday night, leading up to the game. Nice. How'd that go, other than the outcome? <laughs> it was pretty good. <laughs> they, they, they were uh, pretty jacked up and ready. All they right. were pretty confident All in the Bills for that night. All
1: right. But, but you, you represented, we don't know sports well. Oh,
2: damn way. Right. All right. All right, all
0: right. All right, you and uh, Turbo uh, inexplicably took the Steelers to, to cover that 12 and a half, too.
2: I really thought Big Ben's, you know, last game, the way their defense had been playing, that they would lose, but they would lose like 23 to 13. Mm. All right. And then the uh, only only game we all picked
0: the same, do you know what it is? Rams. We all picked the Rams. So we got that right. At least we were across the board there. But Mr. Brown is uh, one game up as we head into the divisional round. So let's go ahead and get right to it. And we'll start with the Saturday game. It's a 430 affair in Tennessee. The number one uh, seed in the AFC, the Titans. God, I love that music. With uh, Derrick Henry possibly playing. He said he's playing. He said he might play. He
2: did contact drills in practice and uh, held, held up just fine. It'll be a, a later in the week decision, but I'm pretty sure he's playing.
0: So, as of right now, because we pick these games on a Thursday, the Titans are a
2: three and a half point home favorite. Oh. So, Chad, the mark, you've crapped on the Titans all year long. He needs to go first. This is your team. You let us know what you think.
0: So, ever since I've caved in to. Um, it's like what Michael uh, Scott said. I'm not superstitious. I'm just a little stitious. Yeah. And uh, I just haven't picked the Bengals to cover a single game since, like, week 12. And look it's where look where it's gotten them. And, uh, you know, I know where my heart is, but my head is is picking the Titans to cover. It. And it's just because I can't break stride now. Like, I cannot pick the Bengals for the – because if if I pick them now and they
2: lose, it's my fault. Yeah, because you have control over it, of course.
0: I clearly – I'm orchestrating this push in the playoffs. Like, it's just – it's got to be the way it is. So, like you said, you already knew where I was picking. I'm uh, taking the Titans. I got it highlighted here. Um, So, uh, I look forward to the Bengals being the uh, underdog and uh, pulling the upset, hopefully. But I got the Titans covering.
2: So, you said it's three and a half? Three and a half. I hate that hook because I kind of feel like it's going to be a field goal game. But you know me. I'm going with the fighting Mike Brables coming off a bye. King Henry going to run the ball down their throat.
0: With conviction.
2: I agree with you, Chad.
1: This is poetic justice. The <laughs> team you've shit on all year is going to be the team that ends your 31 years of dreams. And they're getting Incredible hawk back. Like most teams, they've kept rolling and you'd be worried about chemistry. I was going to ask. But when you get back a man of this caliber, people like try to grab his ponytail, whatever the hell that thing is, and they just fall off. He just flicks his neck to the side, and they just go flying through the air. He flies D-backs off of him. Linebackers don't want to touch him. Dude, the man was like ninth in rushing and played eight games this season. (laughs) Yeah, I mean... He almost had a thousand-yard rushing season, so guess what? He's going to come in, he's going to cover up Ryan, Tannehill's sorry ass. And the Bills, the Bills, the Titans are going to roll. They're going to win by 10 points. So the uh, the likelihood of all that happening is very possible.
0: I get that. And it's not going to ruin no dreams of 31 years. The dream's already come true. We got the monkey off our back. So it's now a we, wild card, you're no, oh, no, cool. just, just winning a single postseason game. Keep celebrating that, mediocrity, brother. I, I, I'm good. I, I, I'm ahead of schedule.
2: Can I just throw one thing out there that I think is really cool? The fact that the Titans used to be the Oilers, and the Oilers had Earl Campbell who just run guys over. <laughs> now the Titans are that same franchise, only they're not. Dude, like, if
0: they came King out Ray. wearing like the old school Oilers, uh, I, I would uh, just turn the game off and be like, I can't watch this massacre.
1: It's I would that. be a fan
0: of them automatically. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've never met a Titans fan in real life. Have you? No. Have you? No, I have not. Okay. I Like, people shit on the Bengals for not having well, – at least I've met some of them, but I've never met a Titans fan.
1: Dude, why couldn't the freaking Texans done what the Browns did and just be the Oilers? Yeah. For God's sakes. Why that would have been the
2: best to- thing. Ugh. All
1: right, so uh, we're across the board
0: having the Titans uh, cover there. How about the late game on Saturday, the San Francisco 49ers – on the road to Lambo, No idea what the temperature is going to be, but I'm sure it's going to mm. suck.
2: The night game, it'll
0: be cold. Uh, the Packers, five and a half at home.
2: I'm going to ride the 49ers here. I do think the Packers will win this game, but they played once this year. It was 30-28. Rodgers had to take them down the field for a field goal with 35, 40 seconds left, something like that. To me, this game comes down to something we discussed earlier. They're one Jimmy G play away from winning or losing, and since it is that close, I like them to cover five and a half.
1: I really thought I was going to be a lone wolf here,
2: but the power of porn (laughs) is strong with this
1: one. So I'm also going Niners. I just like the way they play. I feel like that they play differently than any other NFL team. Their game plan's different. Now, the only question I have is what's the deal with Bosa?
2: He's, He's playing. playing.
1: All right, good yeah. deal. Then I think the Niners could potentially win this game. But okay. They're definitely going to come. Okay, do you want to go out
0: on a limb and go ahead and, and call out the upset? I'll do that. Okay. In Lambo. Ooh, ooh. Stranger things have happened. So uh, let me uh, clue you guys in that you're going against Aaron Rodgers, the guy who is throwing more touchdowns versus interception than anybody's ever done in a clip in history. It's at home. It's a night game. The eyes are on. And the Packers are going to win this game, not by one, not by two, but by three points. So the Niners are covering as well. There's no way this gets – it's like you said, Big. I'm actually on board. We're all taking the Niners here to cover because there's no way – that the way they play, I don't see the Packers winning by, like, a touchdown. And nope. That's really what you're asking here. Five and a half, there's no way this game stays at five and a half. If, like, we put money on this now, by the time you look on Saturday morning, it's going to be like three and a half. There's no way it stays
2: there. Yeah, the line will keep moving. And to what Mr. Brown said, you said it perfectly. The Niners play like no one else in that Dallas game when it's like third and 13 or whatever and they're trying to get the first down to put the game away let's take Debo put him in at running back and just run around the end they do what no one else does
1: that, and that's what I was meaning like the fact is they know they have a stud in a position and for whatever reason other NFL teams don't do it but they do what they should and be yep. like we got to get him x amount of touches no matter how we do it in the game plan we're gonna fit him in and that's what they do and that's why wow, they have great game planning in my opinion? All right, let's go to
0: the. uh We haven't had any lone wolves yet. I'm just making sure so we're all on the same page. Ooh. The Rams on the road three. There's a three o'clock start on a Sunday.
2: Oh, so, they're setting these up like Championship Sunday where it's like a three and a six thirty. You got it. So three o'clock, Tampa Bay hosting the Rams. Tampa is a three point
0: home favorite.
2: So I may end up being the lone wolf on this one because they played earlier in the year. The Rams won, and the final score was closer than what the game truly was. Uh, Worfs and Jensen both got hurt last week, Tampa Bay's offensive line. Looks like they're both playing. I know Jensen is. Uh, Worfs is a little lifty. That front line, offensive line, has been healthy for two years now for Tom Brady. I'm going to roll with the Bucks to cover at home. Although I think that the Rams have put so much into this season and that defense that Donald, Ramsey, Von Miller, I think they have the potential to be a game wrecker. Because you know, AB, you no know Godwin, Lenny Fournette's coming back, Worfs might not be there. I'm still going to roll with the Bucks at home.
1: Okay. I think this is the night the lights go out in Tampa. <laughs> so. I'm going Rams all day. I think they're going to win the game. Just do. I'm going Rams. Okay.
0: That's any it. any prediction on, like, how or why, what's going to happen? Why are they winning? Pain.
1: <laughs> That's the prediction. Aaron Donald.
0: Uh, Aaron Donald, the only man that says stop hate while choking somebody. Exactly. <laughs> on the back of his helmet.
1: I don't know. I, I just feel like uh, I know they played the Eagles, but the Eagles are just probably – It's a good they, tune-up they game. And the Steelers are the two worst playoff teams. <laughs> yeah. Um, but The oh, so Cardinals are pretty bad, too. They're so thin at receiver, man. I just – I mean, well, Scotty Miller is not taking you to the Super Bowl. You
2: he's just not. Scotty Miller, who he at least has some relationship with as far he's as where he's going to be. poor man's Hunter Renfro? <laughs> uh, Mike Evans, Gronk, great. But if you looked at the game last week, he had a couple wide receivers that stopped on a route when he thought they'd keep going. You know, there was a, a noticeable disconnect there and that's why I said I'm taking the bucks, but I, I think that'll come back to play.
0: So uh, hey, this is this game's a toss-up to me. I think anything could happen, I agree with you. It's um, a tough one. I, I'm, I can't bet against Tom Brady. I can't. Gotcha. It's it's Tampa. Yeah, Tampa's going to win. And I think if they're going to win, they're probably going to win by three. So it's probably a push. But I'm going to go ahead and take Tampa to cover because they might win by five. I yep. mean, it's going to be like no more than that. It'll be a close game. And the like the Rams, they, they could end up winning by 20. Like Tampa's not going to win by 20.
1: But, but if the but Rams blew them out, you
0: would have right. the Rams. But, but yet, here I am picking the. The Bucks. Well, we
2: should both say the same thing. We're taking Tom Brady to cover. We're, We're taking Tom taking Brady to cover,
0: to cover. <laughs> and uh, that—that's all, all I can say.
2: So, uh, any of them bucks what the Bucks get up the Rams over there and like? uh, Bruce no. Arians will head slap them. <laughs> no, we can't head slap. <laughs> can I go start my truck up?
0: Yeah, that's that's kind of <laughs> 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 start the Dodge Ram. That's yeah. it. Yeah.
1: there you
0: go. It just do uh, like how big he tries to do the skull. That's kind of. I how need a horn. horn.
2: Trying to get my son to help me do the school one week. He's supposed Uh, to be a Vikings fan. All right,
0: last game. Think about this, guys. We're only picking four games. Yeah. The season's almost done. The tightest spread is on this game. It's pretty much a pick, and we're in Arrowhead. Kansas City at home against the Buffalo Bills. Can they circle the wagons in KC? The Chiefs are a two-point favorite.
2: Give me the bills all day long. They're going to win by 10. Last year, AFC Championship game, Kansas City rolled and went to the Super Bowl. Stefan Diggs sat out there, watched that whole presentation, Lamar Hunt trophy. Josh Allen is that guy. After that second half like of the Bucks game, like you were talking about earlier, Chad, they have turned it on. This is their year to represent the AFC. They're going to roll to KC, and they're going to end KC's season. Jackson Mahomes, we can shut him down. No TikTok. Brittany, whatever. Let's shut her down. I feel bad for Randy Reed, but he can eat more chocolate cake.
0: So, uh... I just got to ask something real quick. So, I remember the Stefan Diggs thing you're talking about. And I see this all the time now. Like, somebody wins and they show players on the other teams. Is that a thing now? Like, is that supposed to make me When think, did it start? Like, oh, you're going to soak it in and you're going to come back like a stronger man now because you watched them celebrate with a trophy.
1: Well, what like they, they tell you? got to have the uh, music in the background. I, I, what music should I add for this? Rocky IV, man. <laughs> remember how I this feels. <laughs>
0: I need to see some. I need Stefan Diggs in a gym with a rope and a bunch of rocks before I believe any of that. Maybe shit. some Indian war chants. Hey, I mean it's this whole thing like. I, I, Last to the Mohicans. Not, they Daniel Day Lewis, baby. Yeah. But uh, I'm just saying this whole thing that started now. where like they're showing this. They showed it with uh, uh, Alabama or something like that. I don't know. It's every time you turn around and somebody loses a game, it shows the team eliminated just watching, like they're soaking it in. And that's fine. That's what you got to do. Do it. But don't act like that's what's going to be the difference here. But uh, that being said, the, uh, the Chiefs are winning this game. They're, they're covering the two-point spread. It's at home. You want to take the Bills so you can vindicate your Patriots. I'm taking the Bills because it's the right pick. You're taking them so you can feel better about the Patriots' shit in the bed last week. Chiefs winning this game easily. They are not the sad sack of Chiefs that we thought they were in the middle of the season. They have right the ship. They're doing well now. They're going to do really well this week as they win by double digits against your Bills.
2: All right, off air. We'll come up with a little side bet for this game, me and you.
1: I, I think of the Bills just like I do the uh, Bengals. They're just happy to be there. They know they're not supposed to Their be expectations there. are much higher, though. They're not like – they know they're not going to win, but even if they get to the Super Bowl, they're going to – like, that's what they do. They lose Super Bowls if they even <laughs> get there. So how you saying, Anthony, and the rest of your crew there, a game book, but – the Chiefs are going to win this game. You're not going to go into Arrowhead, one of the toughest places to play in NFL, and just get the win. Mahomes actually has won a Super Bowl. Uh, I can't say that Josh Allen will ever win a Super Bowl. Uh, so I'm, I'm going Chiefs, and they I have to even run the ball. And, and the, so, still so I mean, this is going Bills. to be the third year in a row the Chiefs could be in the Super Bowl.
2: Yeah. You're saying it's not the Bills circle the wagons; it's the old school. The Bills are spelled with four L's. Yeah. Okay.
1: On the top of that. The I haven't even said the real reason why the Chiefs are going to win. Do you not think that Andy Reid's not going to coach up this perfection to where he can't go back to the White House and eat some Big Mac? <laughs> that's not that's not on the menu now, though. Well, whatever it is, he, he wants some like free cake. Big Macs and fast food at the White House or whatever the case may be. Andy Reid's not turning down free food.
2: He can eat all he wants anywhere in Kansas City <laughs> for the rest of his life. Good barbecue because he won a Super Bowl. This is the time for Josh Allen to show that he is the guy.
0: All right, well, you're the lone wolf, Biggs. Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. You hope. We'll see if that makes the Patriots season seem a little better because you lost in the team that might you're get You're such
2: them. a bastard. I hope the <laughs> Bengals lose by 72.
0: Uh, eat a bag of dicks. <laughs> all right, well... It's 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 always fun to wrap up the picks as uh, we're we're getting even closer to the Super Bowl, and uh, man, these are good games. I think the I, we, we talked about it earlier, the Bengals Titans. That's the that's the odd game out. That's the game that it's the first game for a reason. Every other game seems like super high stakes. Anything could happen. The spreads are close, and. Uh, I feel like we're ending with the right game, too. I think that might be the uh, most hardest spot game, but we'll see what happens. Uh, anything uh, else you want to say? You want to run my name in the ground again for just disagreeing with you about a, a team, or are you good?
2: Uh, you're used to being wrong at this point. I don't have to rub it in, but if the Bills don't win, it can't be a Bills-Bucks Super Bowl, so they have to win. Why do you want the Bills-Bucks Super Bowl? Well, because I feel like this is like a video game. When you're playing back in the day, Super Mario Brothers, you get to the end... The Bills have won the division two years in a row. They just destroyed the Patriots. Now you got to beat King Koopa and the cast. I bet you were one of them
0: kids that always played with Luigi, too. No. No, you did, damn it. It's like, I don't want Mario. I want Luigi because he's green. I bet he jumps higher. I do like
2: things that are green. Okay, we'll leave it at that.
0: All right, that has been the divisional round of the NFL Stone Cold Lead Pipe Locks of the Week. Mr. Brown is holding a one-game lead. And we do have some difference of opinion this week, so we'll see how it shakes out. So tune in, we'll see how it goes. All right, man, we got a a show almost in the books here, but I I just wanted to stop for a second because we were having a little bit of a discussion before the show started about just athletes that we've kind of admired or grown up with, and we were just kind of going into some NBA guys because, you know, we struggle with the NBA a little bit. That's fair. Like, my fantasy basketball team clearly showcases that for me. But, um, man, there's a a guy that I can say while he was playing, he wasn't one of my favorite guys, but I always kind of liked him. But as time has gone on, I've just kind of gone, uh, grown more fondly of him, and that's uh, the big Aristotle, the uh, the diesel, if you will. So, uh, what is it about Shaq, man, that's endearing? Like you're feeling the same way, right?
1: I love Shaq when he played because I just felt like he was a different type of player. Uh, he changed the game inside. Not like with the footwork like an Akeem-type player, but he just dominated, and he knew he would dominate because he was just that much bigger than you. <laughs> and uh, like breaking backboards and shattering glass. I mean, he, he,
2: he was like a big kid on the court. He was the guy that made it to where teams had to have a backup hoop at yep. their facility.
0: yeah. I, and three centers. Yeah, I was so gonna say you, backup 18, centers. 18, south. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Several backup centers.
1: I, I don't know. I, I feel like he's truly a big kid. Uh, that's how he, and even in his uh, retirement years, I feel like he's a big kid because he donates to charities. He gives away like PS5s to kids in need. I just feel like he's living out the dream where he knows he
2: can help people and he wants to bring a smile to people's faces. Well, genuinely you know, enjoys is, life. Yeah. So Shaq is our generation's George Foreman. That great That's athlete damn who becomes comparison right there. Iconic after he's done with his.
0: Right. Well, he's he's an entrepreneur and let's be honest, he's not going to be the same wealth of a guy like Jordan or even Magic Johnson, but he does really well for himself, and he, he doesn't go all out on these investments. He just makes very careful Dude, he's and calculated smart. He owns, ones.
2: like, uh, self-storage things, uh, 24-hour fitness. You're saying the general's not smart? Dude, He he change the way the generals perceived
0: like it used to be this oh, but yeah like go to the general and save some time but you know at first you're like oh the Shaq's doing general commercials yeah. but now like he's done it so much <laughs> as he do you think they they're not like the biggest fans of Shaq like he's uh, elevated absolutely. their brand more absolutely than, like he's making Ernie Johnson and Barkley in their commercials now Yeah, you know just that that's the
2: power of the diesel singing in the shower
1: that that commercial is amazing like they're just looking at each other I guess you really do sound better in the shower in the- <laughs> gets out and it's like trash and they're um, like looking
0: at each other. He, he he was brought in to save Papa John's after their uh, CEO yeah. kind of shit the bed. So,
2: I'm going to try to play this into the mic, you guys. Tell me if you saw this or not. You won't see the video but he's wearing an AEW shirt because that's another reason we love him because he'll get into the yeah, ring. Yeah, he took a table. Thank you So (laughs) that's a video he makes in his own home that he'll throw out there. Well, well, there's always the videos like his
0: son's recording him sleeping on the couch, like snoring and stuff like that. Like he's he's just uh,
2: having the time of his life, man. And he does that where he was like rapping with the Fushnickens back in the day. Uh, And now he does these huge concert where he's Shaq Fu, baby. Yeah.
1: (laughs) What's up, Doc? Just, can we rock? <laughs> I feel like he's one of those players that, like, if you just happen to meet, like, he was traveling the country and you just ran into him, he'd be more than willing to sign an autograph, take a picture, let you put it on social media, whatever. Yeah. I feel like he'd just be the guy would just go with it. Yeah, like what maybe you, I'm completely wrong. What you see is what you get. I feel like he'd be the guy, be like, sure, man.
0: Yeah, I'm just traveling. Who cares? Like he, I'm he, would, he work. would. As long as you were <laughs> respectful to him, right, he'd be respectful right.
2: right back. My favorite like comment from him when he's talking about. His kids and his family, and he's like, remind him all the time. I'm rich. We ain't rich. Right. I'm rich. Yeah,
0: he he's It's like we can get this. We can get that. He's like, I can get that. Yep. You can't get nothing. It's my money, and I like that though. Yeah, I mean, but that's how you should be. If you well, I mean, you. I don't question his parenting skills. I'll say that
2: you hear these stories about how somebody needs a computer or something for their kids. He'll go through and he'll just randomly pick like a Walmart and he'll pay off everything that's on layaway. <laughs>
0: So the, the thing I was going to bring up earlier about Shaq, so like his humanitarianism is, is fantastic and he's, he's wealthy now and he's, he's very business savvy and he, he's a Leo also he, he's for whatever that's worth. But there no, is law a enforcement officer. Have you ever heard of, well, and he's, he's an Adam <laughs> Sandler movie star. So, um, oh. you know, all his movies, have you, have you heard the story about him and David Robinson when he first um, was uh, playing against David Robinson? Um, so he it was when he was in the magic so they're, they're getting ready to uh, uh, play the game. They're in the warm-ups or whatever, and he kind of walks out to midcourt. I, I hope I'm telling the story right. Dave Robinson's there. you He know, comes over. you know. He's like, that's what you know. I'm going to mess you up. Dave Robinson's like, all right, man, whatever. He's like, nah, ever since I was a little kid, I can't stand you. You wouldn't sign an autograph for me. And I'll never forget that. Hey Robinson's like, man, that's not an sign for everybody. This guy's lost his mind. He's just like, yeah. So I'm, I'm gonna take you to the woodshed tonight. Made it all up. Never happened. <laughs> <laughs> he just said that to get in his own head to get mad. And he kept that story going for a couple years. And he just, that's what he did. He told David Robinson, and it wasn't for like a decade. He finally came clean. It was like that never happened.
1: I was about to say, I got David Robinson's autograph. <laughs> David <laughs> I mean, Robinson. Shaq ain't
0: getting it? he signed Shaq was like, I was just a little kid, and you wouldn't sign my autograph. Because, <laughs> you know, he's like 10, 12 years older than him. Yeah. Uh, so he just uh, he came up with that story just to motivate himself. That is funny. That's good shit
1: right there. Because you know David Robinson damn well looked at him and was like genuinely confused. David Robinson's yeah. going to be the guy that remembers every autograph. Yeah. like, he'd like be the how guy, did I like,
0: forget this kid? I've never not signed an autograph for a kid. He's
1: probably like the most genuine player that's ever played. <laughs> like with the most honor. Yeah. And and here's, here's Shaq just trying to get in his head somehow. <laughs>
2: And I think the thing that has endeared Shaq to more people than just us as he's gotten older is uh, his interactions on the set with Chuck and EJ. It's like like even more what you said, just living the dream. He's just a giant prankster. He is, man.
0: Uh, do uh, Do you know the reason why we have Shaq shoes? Do you know that story? Uh, I I don't know the details. The, the, you know the Shack brand shoes. Um, so Dan
1: one uh, is that different? No, he's got oh. his own brand. I thought Dan one looked like him back in the day. The Man, logo. He was
0: before Dan one. It's it. his logo
1: of him breaking the back. Yeah, board. yeah, but, yeah. That's what I meant. But
0: anyway, the the Shack shoes came about was um, he had a deal with uh, Reebok, and um, you know he was leaving. He's leaving a game, and this lady. Uh, with her kids was there and just started giving him shit about how much his shoes cost They're 120 bucks, blah, blah, blah. Our kids can't afford this. Blah, blah. And uh, it, it, the way he tells it, it touched a nerve. He terminated his contract with Reebok like the next day. He said, whatever it is, I'm out of it. I don't want to do it anymore. And they designed their own shoe company and they sold it at Walmart's.
2: Yeah. You can buy a pair of shacks for 20 bucks. Every kid can have them.
0: Right. And uh, you know what, like people would probably shit on kids that have them shoes because they didn't have the Jordans or whatever. But like that was Shaq, like actually not just using the business acumen, but just saying I'm going to try to do something right.
2: I had Shacks. I also had Starberries. You could buy those for twenty. Oh, I forgot about those were and ones, weren't they?
0: Yeah, the Starberries were. Anyway, so uh, there was a little little Shack story for everybody. Hope, hope you enjoyed that. But uh,
1: I'm sorry, and it completely changes the narrative what we're talking about. But it's okay. my, my favorite shoes that I remember this day, I was in seventh grade, and I had the MJ. They were the patent leather. They had the black leather on the sides with the white, and it, we all wore those. It was a team shoe for our seventh grade middle school basketball team. Nice. Oh, they're so nice. So it's I am sharp.
0: not. A, I, I'm not a sneakerhead by any means. Uh, I don't know. Sharp. I don't know if you still like look at shoes. Or, I don't. Not like that. Um, I had the. Uh, I remember in eighth grade, I had the Sean Kemps, and they had um, these little reflective pieces on the inside of the tongue. It was just. It was hard to explain. But uh, I love those shoes for some reason. Those are those are my babies. I had. I figured you was a pumps kind of guy. You know, I, I think we, that was more like grade school, man. We had the nah, pumps back in. I but, figured uh, you wore them middle school. Nah, no, no, no. I had balls. <laughs> I had to get the. Uh, now nah, I'll tell you what. Give me gas. I had a in, uh, <laughs> pamp, pump, pump. Now I can jump high. I had the strength shoes too, right? Oh god, uh, no. Nah, the uh, I can I can pro it.
2: you had the strength pumps I can
0: touch the rim and I'm just touching the back I'm getting the
1: net (laughs) nothing but
0: net man (laughs) Uh, let me ask you this Uh, your your basketball jerseys in middle school what was your rotation did you have some NBA jerseys back in the
1: day oh I mean who did I have yeah Uh, obviously I had Jordan I had I'm trying to think who else I had
2: so I had three Jordans I had the black Jordan the red Jordan I had the black with the red stripe yep okay and that was an amazing one. I had a, a we were used to alternate jerseys. White Jordan here. also. I had a White ones Rodman. rare Everybody I had, a, had, a, I had a, a Larry Johnson. I had a Sean Kemp.
1: I had a USA Larry Johnson.
2: Yeah. Nice. Might have been the No, I had a Hornets Larry Johnson. Yeah. And I had a Alonzo Morning Hornets jersey too. But the Hornets like everybody had Hornets gear back in the day. They did. There was something oh, about them. Speaking of that,
1: so we had all this snow we've been having. And when I was 13 or 14, I had a, not Hornets, but a Carolina Panthers. Remember how that was like the starter jacket? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had one of those and we had it waterproofed back in the day. And it's been in mom's closet for 20 plus years. You have it? Yeah. Uh. Mom has it. So she sends me a picture where I'm at work dealing with nine inches of snow of Landon, my son, who's... Gary turned 13 wearing my same damn jacket that we waterproofed 20-plus years ago.
0: Dude, you should sell that on eBay.
1: And it was a Panthers starter jacket that we've waterproofed. Is it the
0: one that has, like, the pocket in the front? Yeah.
1: Oh, that's fantastic. So, it was, like – but, like, that was that was one of the uh, best, like, jackets that came Those out of starter jackets. Because everybody had the
0: Hornets yeah. starter jacket back yeah. in the day. But, um, like,
1: that – that Panthers collar back in the day was sharp, man. Hey, man. Still that's, sharp. That's badass. I never happened
2: to starter. I had a lot of starter
0: gear. I don't know. You know, champions like making a comeback. Like yeah. It's, it's champions cool. good gear. It's cool to have champion gear yep. again. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I, 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 I just – I got off track, but nah, – No, I just wanted to hit you with mine. So Biggie and I had some of the same jerseys. I had the Sean Camp, but it was the new Sonics Camp jersey with the yeah. – all the <clears throat> The one like when they made the finals yeah. with their jersey yeah. looked like. I I hated those, but – I loved Kemp. That was one of my guys. I had my Muggsy Bogues jersey because Muggsy was my guy. I was a Hornets fan. That was my boy.
1: I can't say I had a lot of NBA jerseys.
0: I had the Jordan, and then I had the uh, – this is a, this one just kind of <laughs> off the wall. Rookie of the Year, Damon Stoudemire, Toronto Rafters, and it was the one that had the rafter dribbling the basketball. No, I remember that. Uh, yeah. I remember that one. I had that one. I, th- I, I can't that believe you
1: had a Jordan jersey as much as you despise the man. Well,
0: because I, I still recognized that was Jordan. Can I, I can't recognize? believe you even had it. Yeah. I still have it. Yeah. I, it doesn't fit me at all, but, you know, I still have You're it. You're closer. Though. I'm getting there. Yeah. I'm getting there. I mean, if I had to.
1: You should wear that to uh, the football
0: draft. <laughs> I should. <laughs> I'll just be like John <laughs> I believe
1: Cena. I can fly. I'll do my,
0: I'll wear the chain be like Thuganomics.
2: There you go. <laughs> there you go. Um,
0: all right, so – uh, your boy over there, does he got any uh, – this is current-day high school student. Isaac, you got any uh, st- jerseys? Uh, I got a Stevon Diggs jersey. I got you got Stevon Diggs for the Bills? No. Oh, that one hurts. Well, yeah, you know, so it does hurt. It sucks when you. You probably up. got that after the Minneapolis miracle, right? Yeah. I do. Man, now your heart gets broke twice. <laughs> I uh,
2: have a Harrison Smith jersey.
0: What kind of what kind of Jordan
1: jersey? Uh, it's just like the plain red one. Okay, the road jersey. I like the
2: red though. I want another
1: one, and I have a uh, Dalvin Cook jersey. Dalvin Cook. All
2: right,
0: so a uh, lot of Vikings <inaudible> gear jersey. there.
2: Dude. Yeah,
0: the Steph Curry jersey. Steph Curry jersey. All right, what kind of what kind of Curry? I know there's like 19 different ones there. It's, so the, it's
2: like the blue one,
0: their Just the the classic
1: That's
0: classic uh, road. Yeah. Okay. All right. There you go. So I uh, respect that uh, collection. I am sorry about the Stephen Diggs.
2: Or uh like for
0: Talking to the mic, biggie. Talking to the mic. The
2: the jerseys and the kicks still the big thing? Yeah. Cuz back yeah. in the day if you had a pair of Jays, that was pretty awesome. Yeah, J's mm. are still. If you got a pair of J's,
0: you're cool. Do you got some Yeezys?
1: Nah, no, do not.
0: Ah. Uh. Don't know what you're missing. Mm. All right. We've done hit the category to end the show now. So this has been the We Don't Know Sports Podcast. Make sure you check us out on Pick Watch. We've got the blue check mark, and we're making our picks with the experts because, damn it, we're experts now too. Mr. Brown looks to hang on to the lead, and we're going to enjoy some divisional round football this weekend. That's all we got. Have a good weekend. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.